Welcome to the Garbage Fire Podcast, a.k.a. MFKS Radio, on the airwaves dial at 487.52. Your pod is hosted by Megan, who is slightly less sleep-deprived than last week, and Kelsey, who is not ready to go on vacation. The Garbage Fire Pod is all about being (laughs) unironically passionate to the point that you would dive into the dumpster for the things that you love. Fuck me, why did I write that? I don't know. Yeah, it's impossible you, you to You were the one who wrote both of these things. So Ugh. any any of the screw-ups... It's all me. ...are all Kelsey's fault. Well, the, all the screw-ups are always No, mine. that is untrue. Um, <laughs> don't be like that. But on that thing specifically, because saying unironically passionate... It's hard. It's kind of tough. It's hard. <laughs> Hi, how's it going? It's Monday morning. <laughs> We're not at work. No. <laughs> it's great. Uh, it feels like a Sunday, though. Yesterday, I thought it might be Tuesday. I was really unsure of that because my last week at school, I had some coaching days that I took off. That's right. Um, and so I went in on Monday because I fucked up her report card comments. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it only took me... I could have done it from home, but it was just easier to just go and do it at work and yeah. have someone quick proof them and then whatever. Um, so I got there about 10.30. I took myself out for breakfast first. Lovely. Because I woke up at, like, 6. Of course you did. Even though I didn't have to be up at any particular time. And then I, uh, went into work about 10.30, and I sat, and I talked with our football coach for, like, two hours about a whole bunch of things. It was great. And then I was like, I have a little bit of work to do. <laughs> Just I, a little bit. But I didn't do it then. <laughs> I, went, <laughs> I went to the mall with some, with one of my coworkers, because uh, she was looking for shoes, and then I came back, and I was back at work at, like, 12.45-ish? And you did about work. the half an hour work. And I did about the half an hour at work then, and then I watched a little bit of Bob's Burgers, and then I had somewhere else I needed to be, so then I left. Yeah. And then Tuesday, Wednesday, I didn't go in. Beautiful. Yeah. And then Thursday, I went in reluctantly, very angry, in the morning, because I had a supervision scheduled until 7 o'clock, um, and so I was <laughs> supposed to have the morning off, but mm-hmm. then I had a meeting at 10. Oh. So I walked in at 5 after 10 <laughs> and didn't give a shit. In protest. And, well, they hadn't even started yet, so I was a little mad that my protest wasn't a little bit more effective. Oh, okay. And then uh, my supervision didn't have to do. Amazing. Because the kid was done and they didn't have to didn't have to do it. That is, like, I don't think you people in the pod sphere understand how great it is to have a teaching supervision assignment Yes. Be cancelled. <laughs> oh, it is... It's, oh, the most... Or... The most empowering level of freedom. Or cut short. Yes. You know, when when they're cut short, it's like... Where they're just like, nah, it's okay, you can go. Yeah. And you're like, shit, yeah, now I can go sit down and eat my lunch. <laughs> what a treat. Well, and, and at our school, like, the way that our... And I'm sure at your school is the same. We had, like... So if the exam started at 9, our supervision started at 8, because yes. there was all the setup and whatever. So, like, it's fine. I, I didn't have any early morning setups this year. Someone was being real kind to me. I had all afternoons. Beautiful. Which, for me, is really good. Um, but there's, like, this extra work that goes into it. So it's not, oh, the exam's from 9 to 11. That's great. But it's actually 8, because you have to be in, and you got to, like, check mm-hmm. the IDs, and it's just a lot. And so, yeah, when you get to, like, leave. It's glorious. It is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And so not having to stay... Even until five that night, oh, when yeah. I was planning on having to stay till seven, it was kind of incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was good. I was home by five fifteen with dinner. Damn. Yeah, and st- and then I got to sleep in That's because true. I was supposed to come in late that day. 
So I haven't told very many people this little secret. Mm. And nobody from work listens to this except for, like, one person, so I'm fine. Um, and, yeah, it's a great little secret because I did it in January, too. And I got to leave at, like, 4.15. Gorgeous. Instead of 7. And it counts as a full supervision. Of course it does because you're scheduled on uh, the thing. Huh? <laughs> it's just the kid who wrote too fast. Yeah. Oh, ain't life grand. Yeah, and then Friday we had our, um, like, our farewell, so there was, like, we had to be in our classrooms in the morning for, like, Mark's appeals and stuff, and mm-hmm. we were kind of, but not really, and then we had, like, a year Nobody end. ever shows up. There was actually a person who came, mm-hmm. not for me, but for one of the, one of the other teachers, and we were all, like, what? what? <laughs> it was very strange. Um, there was, I know there were some people there for other teachers, mm-hmm. and they were not happy. Oh, really? Yeah, so there's that. Um, but we, uh, yeah, so we just kind of, like, hung around, and then there was some darts, and then it was lunch, and then we had our, like, farewell thing in the, in the theater, and then we had a whole bunch of people leaving, and so it was nice, there wasn't a lot of, like, extra talking, but everyone got up and, like, said nice things about the people who were leaving, and then the people who were leaving got up and cried, and... Of course. As they do, and then there was, like, this big video, um, that they put together, a slideshow, like, just staff from the whole year, because they're really good at taking pictures of staff, which I really hate. Um... (laughs) Oh, and I, community building. I only made it into two, and one was, like, so reluctant. I was just, like, I just ignored the camera completely. <laughs> I was just, just like, like looking the other way. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and then the other one was, like, a picture from grad, and that was it. <laughs> and it was great. And then we, like, kind of got to take off, and that was nice. And now it's done. Nice. Yeah. The end of the year is always so bizarre. It really is. Because, like, and I think this is the other thing, too, that, like, people who don't have jobs like we have don't understand. If you have, like, a normal job where you, like, take two weeks off and then go back to work, like, every year it changes. Mm -hmm. So even if you're at the... Like, I've I've worked with people who've been at the same school for, like, 15 years. Mm -hmm. And they have never worked with the same staff. Mm -hmm. Because people leave and come in all the time. And so there's people that you only really see at work. Maybe you're not, like real life friends with them but you're like work friends or whatever and yeah. then you never see them again until like teachers convention or you know like so it's just a very strange like thing and for someone like me who lives alone mm-hmm. so those I see those people spend more time with those people at work than I do with anyone else in my life oh for sure and so it's like a, for me it's a really hard shift to go from like that to nothing and that's one of the reasons I like summer school is because there's still I don't necessarily have to talk to all of those people but there's but a there's nice people mix. around yeah and then I can it kind of tapers off as the month goes on and then by the time August rolls around I'm like yeah okay I'm good now you're ready yeah, yeah. it's so funny how when you're teaching you have like work relationships like I have a work dad <laughs> 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 yeah uh, as I left this school because I won't be back in the fall I made I don't know if I told you this I made farewell gifts for like my four people who were very close to me but it was so funny because the gifts that I gave them were essentially a troll (laughs) like (laughs) I gave each of them a they're these little like signs for your desk yeah and they all said like something sassy and personalized about each of the people so like my uh, friends was um I used to be indecisive but now I'm not so sure <laughs> was one of them I need do you, do you know who needs that Reba <laughs> <laughs> well they're at Hallmark for $7.99 might have to go maybe that's what I'll do after you leave <laughs> there you go and then I also gave each of them a photo of myself <laughs> and it had each of them had like they were like mounted onto like construction paper colored construction paper and then I wrote like a caption for each of them so I have this friend at the school who has the same name as me, and we call each other twins. 
uh, even though they she's not blonde twins. and tall. I'm not her. They are not twins. <laughs> and short hair. And uh, on her uh, photo that I gave her, it says, um, this mirror reflects beauty and encouragement. <laughs> it's a photo of me. You are such an asshole. Oh, and as each of them opened it, they, like, burst out laughing. And I was like, yes, nailed it. So... Nobody that I, except for, well, that's not true. I was going to say, nobody that I really like at work is leaving. That's not true. One of the English teachers is leaving. She's moving on to another school. Um, and I really like her sense of humor. And I'm very much going to miss it. Mm-hmm. Um, because she's super sassy. Um, but she was narrow Friday because she was marking diplomas. And so, oh, yeah. which I think for her was probably the best because she didn't want to really any part of that. Um, but yeah, so they, uh, so she's leaving. But like of, mo- of the people that I like spend time with, they're mostly, they're all going to be back. Yeah. Um, some of them will never leave. They will die there, I'm Correct. sure, in their desks or in on the couch in the office. Like, whatever. Um, or over the photocopy machine. Or, or <laughs> trying to just, like, uh, trying to just get that last piece of paper, that little tiny corner of paper <laughs> that just won't come out. And then they'll just <laughs> kill just over and electri- die. <laughs> electrocuted. <laughs> um, but for the first year in a really long time, I haven't been, like, there. there's anyone other than the, the one English teacher who's leaving. I'm not, like, I'm not sort of, like, wistful or regretful about, like, people that are not going to be there mm-hmm. because they're all coming back. Yeah. And for the first time in a really long time, I actually feel like I belong in a place. And it's been, like, quite some time. It's yeah. been, like, seven years since I've had that that feeling. Whereas if I, where if I had to leave, I would have been quite upset about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't have to because I'm not the youngest person in my department anymore. Yeah. <laughs> that's really that's really all it is. It's all you they're good for. You did it. You aged up. I aged. Yes, I aged up to the point that like I I can't get surplus <laughs> anymore. What a victory. Um, but yeah, so we uh one of the one of the guys that we work with um he's twenty four mm-hmm. and he's like just he's the baby, and so we spend a lot of time just making fun of him because it's not hard. Mm-hmm. Um, but I made some inspirational posters. With pictures of him mm-hmm. and just like dumb things that he said, and uh, he only found two of the three that I left. Oh, um, one of them, I I, I don't want to say like where I put it on the off chance that he ends up listening to this at some point in time, um, but he'll find it eventually, <laughs> and I'm, I can't wait for it because <laughs> it's really funny. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was uh, it was good because he wasn't there on Thursday, and on Wednesday night. There was a thing out at the bar, and so I went after... Reva and I had gone to a concert, and then I went out afterwards, and she came with and, and met some people from work, and she commented on how, like, it's just so different from an elementary school. Oh, I was like, yeah. oh, like, it really is, and like, 100%. So we went, and uh, she left, and I stuck around for a bit, and uh, he was telling me that he wasn't going to be there on Thursday, and I was mad about it, because we were both not supposed to be there Thursday morning, mm-hmm. and we were going to, like, walk into our meeting late with coffee, Mm-hmm. Like our kids do when they show up late with coffee, and it just makes me really angry. But then I had to do it by myself, um, and so I was like, "Oh, you're not going to be at school tomorrow, hey? Like the whole day?" He's like, "No, why?" And I was like, "Well, no reason." <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, "What are you going to do?" And I was like, "Nothing. It was just an interesting observation." With that tone of yeah, voice. of course, <laughs> <laughs> which is a hundred percent not believable. Uh, and so, um, yeah, so he uh, he found two of the three that I left. Nice. But not the... It's so great to fucking prank a teacher. It's so fun. Oh. It really is. It's really good to And I have it. a kid helping me, kind of working on the inside, who's in his class. Beautiful. And she's giving me some little, little nuggets that I can use. They're amazing. Gotta get a kid on your side, yeah. man. 
Because it, especially when you're pranking, like, another teacher during the school year, mm-hmm. they immediately suspect that it's a student yes. rather than a staff member. Yes. So you're like, yes. what the fuck? Well, we, we had originally changed the background on his computer because um, he left it unlocked because he's an idiot. An idiot, yeah. Um, and uh, sorry if you hear this, I apologize. <laughs> um, and he immediately assumed that it was me because... <laughs> Quote unquote, I am the most conniving. <laughs> I was like, you motherfucker. Oh my god. <laughs> Serves you fucking right. And then that, that picture that we had that we changed the background to it was a picture of him and his brother from when they were in high school, and it was incredible. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I have an idea. I'll show you conniving, you dick. So here we are. So just a little bit of a self fulfilling. And I just learned yesterday, yesterday, day before. You know how you can, like, go and get, like, photos printed on cakes and stuff? Yeah. I learned that you can, like, get the photos printed on the special paper with the ink, and they will send them to you, and you can put them on, like, your own homemade stuff. (gasps) And that is... It made that day go from good to great. (laughs) Because I have, like, the perfect one. It's gonna be so good. Oh my god, I can't wait. Yeah. It's gonna be a while. Like, January. Mm Mm-hmm. But 100% worth it. Is that when his birthday is? Yes. Do we have the same birthday? No. Oh. No. Dang. It's turning 25, though. It's a big deal. Mm. Oh, yeah. It's going to be so great. And I put it on Twitter. I was like, I just learned that you could do this. And someone else that I work with was like, he knew right away what I was talking about. And he was like, I wish I could like this a thousand times. <laughs> <laughs> this is what we do to not go crazy throughout the school It's year. true. It's really true. Um, as you can tell now that it's over, we're both just like, ah, <laughs> so much relaxation <laughs> happening here. Yeah. Yeah. Except you're going away. I am. So. Today. Today. Tonight. <laughs> Do you need to ride to the airport? Yes. Uh, I think we were going to Uber. Okay. Okay. So you're gone for a month. Correct. And you're going to Australia and New Zealand. Correct. And you're going to miss July the 3rd. <laughs> I 100% have. But then you also get like two, when are you come back? 31st? 30th. You come back on the 30th? Yes. So you get like a, you get like an extra long 30th. It is 30 plus hours, our technical July 30th, yes. So when I came back from Australia, mm-hmm. we left on December the 23rd mm-hmm. and we flew to Honolulu mm-hmm. and then we landed in Honolulu and we had to deplane and it was still the 22nd. And then we left on the 22nd from Honolulu and got back into Canada on the 23rd. Yeah. Time zones are fucking weird, man. It's... It's crazy. It's a mind fuck. I just looked, it's also 16 hours. For what? For 16 hour time difference from here to there. Oh, okay, okay, good to Um, But I was thinking, God, this is really confusing because I have to take, like, medication at a certain time of the day. Yeah. I was just like, wait... (laughs) When do I take my pills now? <laughs> like, <laughs> I, so I would say that if you were going for, like, a short holiday, you just take them at the same time. Mm-hmm. But I think because you're not, I think you have to, like... I'm going to have to adjust in adjust some it. way. Yeah. Like, because I usually take them before bed, so I'm going to take this... I don't know why you need to know this information, listeners, but I'm going to take it at, like, 10 just before we um, board our plane in Vancouver, and then, like... I don't know, maybe set a timer for 24 hours on my phone? Maybe. Like, <laughs> I don't know what to maybe do. Maybe set a timer for, like, 27 hours. And here's why. Mm. Because then it'll help you... Because you're gone for long enough. Like, you're gone for a month. 
Yeah. So you're gone for long enough that that'll like even out, o- even out over five or six days, and then it'll be right, right. before bed. Because I just looked. Also, your flight gets into Sydney at six thirty in the morning. Oh fuck me! So then you have like a whole, which is good, because then you have a whole day to like do stuff, and then you'll go to bed at like six o'clock. Yeah, right. I'm, I'm not so good with jet lag. I don't know if I've told this story on the podcast. No, before, but... but I'm ready for it. <laughs> I wish this was tea that I was drinking instead of coffee. It'd be way better. <laughs> when um, my husband and I went to Europe, God, I think it was five years ago, and I can't fucking believe that. That was the last time we traveled somewhere together. Like, just together. Um, we went to Paris, fucking hate Paris, went to Rome next, and we had been in Europe then for like three days. And I was not dealing with the jet lag well at all. Is that one of the reasons why you hated Paris? No. No, oh, okay. It was stinky and didn't like... Yeah, there was a lot of things I didn't like. But um, in Rome, we were at our like hostel, wherever we were staying. And it was nice because they provided breakfast, which okay. not all places do. Um, so we were going to bed and it was like... At that point, we're going to bed at, like, 7 p.m. Mm-hmm. Just because we were so fucked up. And I remember on Paris in our first night there, I was so fucked up from the jet lag that we were in our hostel, and it was, like, 2 in the morning, and my husband and I were both awake, and I remember just crying, <laughs> just being like, I'm not good at travel, Chris, I can't do it. <laughs> it was just, like, consoling me. But in Rome... We went to bed at, like, 7, and, uh, I remember waking up, I checked my phone, it was 8 o'clock, breakfast was going to happen until 9, so I got up and I showered, and it's, like, 8.45, and I'm like, Chris, we have to go, we have to go, we have to go get breakfast, and he's like, what are you talking about? And I was like, I don't want to miss breakfast, we have so much to see, and he's like, Kelsey, it's still Wednesday. <laughs> I was like, What? <laughs> I had slept for 45 minutes, <laughs> thinking it was 12 hours. <laughs> and I was just like, fuck. I love it. It just, I don't deal well with it. I don't know. Um, when I remember when I came back from Ireland, um, I was supposed to come back on a Friday, and then I had to go back to work on, like, a Tuesday, like, the following Tuesday after, like, my year away. That right? sucks. But then I just, I needed to get out of there, and I did, and I changed my flight. Um, so I came back a week ahead of time instead of like three days ahead of time, which as it turned out was Brilliant. better. And had I not already changed my flight the one time, I would have changed it after my apartment got broken into. Oh. Um, have I ever told you that story? No, oh, I don't think we'll so. We'll get to that one. We'll get to that second. one. Um, but I remember, so I came home and my house, obviously no one had been living in my house, which was great. Um, and it was very clean because when there's no people in buildings, like, <laughs> yes, the, the <laughs> the dust stays away, <laughs> which was nice. But when I got home, a buddy came and picked me up from the airport because my dad wasn't was out of town because he didn't know I was coming home that day because I hadn't told him I was going to surprise him. But then he <laughs> ruined my surprise. Um, so and my mom doesn't drive to the airport. So a friend of mine came and picked me up, and we went to mom and dad's, and I like did laundry right away. I was like, I'm just gonna throw some stuff in the washer, and mm-hmm. then we waited until the washer was done, and I put stuff in the dryer, and then put stuff in the washer, and it was a goddamn luxury because. The washer that we had in our apartment was just, like, one of those 
washer dryer combo things yeah. and it stopped working properly at the end so i had to like put a roasting pan underneath it to drain it out as it was like it was oh just a disaster so then the idea of having two loads of laundry in at the same time i was just like a marvel oh, what it was great <laughs> um and then we went we went and grabbed some dinner and then we came back home and my dad called and i answered the phone and kind of surprised him and he was like what what are you doing there and i was like well you ruined it but <laughs> happy birthday <laughs> <laughs> and uh and then I went to bed and I slept for like 13 hours because I left, my flight had left Dublin. I went from Dublin to London to Edmonton because that was when there was still that nonstop uh-huh. on British Airways. My flight had left Dublin, I think at 8.30 in the morning uh-huh. and it's seven hour time difference. So it's like one thirty Edmonton time. Yeah. So I got up at like 5.30, yeah. made sure I had all my shit threw out all the food that I knew my roommate wasn't going to eat. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, I'm out. See ya. And I didn't even say goodbye to him. I just, like, I locked the door, and then I just slid my key through the mail slot. And I was Perfect. done. And then I took a cab to the airport and uh, got got through whatever, and, and I was just awake and awake and awake, and I didn't sleep the whole plane ride home. Because <gasps> I just couldn't. I don't know. Anyway, the well, guy... it fucking sucks to sleep on planes. The guy beside me, I was, uh, I was on the on the aisle in like the middle section yeah which is fine because it was the guy beside him in the middle of that row and then his buddy they were traveling together and so like when he had to get up to go to the bathroom he like went the other way so i didn't even have to move nice perfect but i like i sat there i watched like the fast and the furious <laughs> i remember and i was awake for the whole flight from from london to edmonton and by the so by the time i got home it was like six ish at night mm-hmm. our time which is like one in the morning so it had been like a a reasonably long day. Yeah. And then I, yeah, I slept for like 12 hours, 13 hours, and I woke up the next day and I was just like, oh, thank God. Like, it was just so nice to like... Be in your own bed? I Well, no, I wasn't in my own oh, bed because it was at mom and dad's. Um, and I stayed there for two nights and then I came home and what? And when I, the first night though, when I slept in my own bed with like freshly cleaned sheets. Yeah. Oh man. It was just like, it was the best feeling. Oh, it is the best. So good. Because, like, the bed that I had in that apartment was awful. There's <laughs> something so weird about flying. Because it's such a convenience, and mm-hmm. yet it's just the fucking worst inconvenience in the world. Although I did look, because we were flying Qantas for the first time so good. ever. So good. And I was just like, me being me looking at, do they, like, tell you what their meal options are? Because, like, we're going to have to, like, bring a shitload of food with us in Vancouver, because it's... 16 hours of flying or whatever the fuck and I'm vegetarian um and I was like ooh I wonder what first class is like on these like non-stop mm-hmm. international flights and they have like the pods that you like lay down in and they have these luxury amenities that they bring you a pair of pajamas to change into and slippers that say first on them which I thought was just so fucking extra and amazing. Guess how much the uh, Sydney to London first class Qantas flight costs? I'm not sure. I'm going to say... $5,500. I don't know. I have no idea. $13,500. Jesus Fucking airlines, man. Isn't and they that, can, right? And they, I know. And they can. It's fucking 
stunning. When I was living in Ireland, friend of apparently it's a travel show today. It is a travel um, show. Tonight. A friend of mine was living in Australia, and I had contemplated going to see her because I could get a flight on Aer Lingus from Dublin. Excuse me. That's what it's called. Excuse me. A hundred percent. JV Ben will never fly it. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Oh my god. <laughs> Aer Lingus? That is, yeah. Russell Peters does a really great bit about it um, in one of his specials where he talks about uh, uh, the, the how it's such a great name for an airline where he's like, we go down, but we'll never go down. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, Who yeah. owns Aer Lingus? I don't know. I'm going to look it up. It's the, like, Irish, it's like the Air Canada of Ireland. Anyway, but I can... Oh, got you. Yeah. Oh, it's A-E-R yeah. Lingus. It's still Aer Lingus, yeah. So when I was looking there, I, it, it was I'd get uh, it was I had a good hookup. There was a buddy that I worked with, or that I went to school with, who worked there, who worked for the airline. Oh. And so when I would fly places, and it was funny because my roommates like, why are you always flying? It's so expensive. And I was like, yeah, but I don't have to pay for a check bag, um, because we got like this code all the time that oh, like we family get, and friends, kind of yeah. So I didn't get a discount on the flight, so it was maybe a little bit pricier than like Ryanair, but also mm-hmm. like I had a seat <laughs> that worked, yeah, um, and I didn't have to pay for check bags and I was like man this is so good but I could have flown if I'd have really wanted to and I kind of wish I had I could have gone to visit my friend in Brisbane um and I could have flown from Dublin to Brisbane I don't know how long it would have taken and whatever for like 900 Canadian dollars whoa it was and I should have done it that's crazy I know that's crazy cheap return it was cheaper to fly there than it was to fly home oh I know because flying into Canada sucks that's the worst um yeah. Yeah, that is the airline's name. Incredible. Yeah. God, Ireland's the fucking greatest. It is. I wish I was there. A coworker of mine and his girlfriend are there, are going to be there soon. They're in Morocco right now, but they're going to be in Ireland, like, on Wednesday. Thursday? I don't know. Today's Monday, so maybe it's Thursday. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know dates anymore. I'm real jealous. The fucking school year's over, bro. Um, it's all Sunday to me. <laughs> Yeah, these, the long weekend is always hard for me because I never know what's going on. I have to pay attention because I got the summer school starting tomorrow, which is fine. Mm-hmm. I don't mind it because when I signed my contract for it, I was like, oh, heck yes. Um, but yeah, the, when I'm like off work, I do not know what day of the week it is. No, me and neither. And it gets bad. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's, it negatively impacts my life, to be perfectly for honest. Sure. It makes it like very difficult to plan things mm-hmm. or follow up on things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So I gotta, like, have stuff to do to, like, you know, I have to have, like, a plan. I have, like, oh, this Thursday I'm gonna be doing this thing, so I gotta know that Thursday is two days from now. Kind yeah. Of, like, I have to, yeah. Absolutely. It's a, it's a privilege. Yeah. Which, privilege again, is a thing that I think people who don't do this job don't, don't necessarily understand. Mm-hmm. Um, well, 11 months of the year, your life is absolutely ruled by the calendar. And bells. And bells. Um, and you it's ever- so bizarre during exam week that there's no bells. I know. You're just like, I don't know what time it is. I know. I'm always like, oh, I don't know how long an hour is anymore. Nope. I find that when I supervise exams, like, I don't know how long, how fast time passes because, like, there's no bell to tell me that 80 minutes is up. And I'm just like, oh, okay. Yeah. So we're just going to keep going then. Which either can be, like, incredibly so- slow or you're like, I'll see you in 10. And you're like, oh, shit, it's been a half an hour. We played a game during an exam that I was supervising to see who could avoid contact with students for the longest. Um, I won. Because, of course, I did. And it's like, you know, when kids have questions about, like, you know, they have a question or they need to go to the bathroom or need a Kleenex or whatever. And so I was, like, avoiding, I was just avoiding eye contact with them and, like, other people would go deal with it. 
and then I had successfully avoided it for quite some time, and then one of the other supervisors uh, went and answered this girl's question, and her question was, can I go to the bathroom? And he's like, yeah, sure, come with me. So he, like, stands, he, like, she stands up, and he walks her over towards me, and he's like, she needs to go to the bathroom. And I was like, god damn it! You are forcibly chosen. Like, I was hoping to get through this whole exam. But anyway. That's funny. Um, do you have anything else you want to talk about? Um, watch this show on Netflix called Dark. Because it's German, and it's dubbed in English, which fucking sucks. Just make it in German and then subtitle it. I don't fucking care. But it's terrifying, and I need to talk about it with people. I've downloaded a shit ton of Netflix onto my phone for the flight, and also for the camper van when we're in the middle of nowhere. And uh, I was only able to watch four episodes, so I've got the other five ready to go. But I need some other people to talk about it with, so everyone please watch. I feel like, based on what you said about it, that you shouldn't watch it in the camera van. <laughs> I feel like you should watch Ooh, it. Maybe on the a, plane when yeah. there's other people around and stuff. That's a that's a solid point. Yeah. I think you're right. Because um, I, I, I know you well enough <laughs> to know that if you're sleeping in a camper van in the Australian outback... In the back, forest. <laughs> that, uh, yeah. Yeah, that wouldn't be a great idea. Yeah. So I've downloaded a whole bunch of shit. I've got um, some stuff that I'm interested in, some stuff my husband is interested in. So, Gunpowder, Treason, and Plot, obviously that's for me. Is that the Kate Harrington one? I think so, yeah. Uh, It's like three episodes or whatever? Yeah. It's good. I really liked it. I can't wait. Can't wait. Uh, Hitman's Bodyguard, Loving Vincent, which looks beautiful. Mm -hmm. Have you seen the... Mm -hmm. It's done in the style of his painting. Mm -hmm. I downloaded that Nanette special. Southpaw, Mudbound, Killing Hydric, Dear White People, The Equalizer, and that miniseries, Evil Genius. Nice. Man, that Nanette special was like... I know, everybody's raving about it, so I'm psyched to watch it. I watched it last week on Tuesday, Mm -hmm. and I was like editing some photos that I had taken of a friend's kid the day before or whatever, because I have to learn how to take people photos. Um, instead of just landscapes. Mm-hmm. And it's it's not hard, but it, there's like it's different, and so I just gotta, like, do it. And I was watching it, and I was like, oh, it'll be, like, some little stand-up-y whatever, and just, mm-hmm. no, it was not. It was so fucking good. I've heard it described as performance art. It really, I would say that's a very apt description mm-hmm. of it. It was phenomenal. Um, is it funny, or does, there, is there it are uncomfortable? Par- it, it's both. There oh, are okay, parts that cool. are really, really funny, and then there are parts where you're just, like, kind of like thrown back in your seat and I wonder once you watched it we'll talk about it at the end of July yeah once you've seen it my thought of it was what did those people who paid the money sign up for to go watch this yeah what was their reaction when it's like once she kind of got into what she was doing mm-hmm because it's not what you, it's not like a John Mulaney special where he comes out and is like nicely tailored suit and you know tells jokes mm-hmm. from that like you know from that perspective she told some jokes and then she got really real Mm -hmm. and i'm super curious to know what people in that audience i'd never heard of her before i'd seen a little bit of her stuff just kind of like randomly on you know just for laugh sesh and that that kind of stuff but i've never nothing nothing long form and it was it was incredible so perhaps they were unawares of what was about to occur maybe maybe yeah which I guess is the point of performance art, right? Yeah, it was phenomenal. It was really, really good. Yeah, I'm excited to watch. And then I had to watch uh, some episodes of The Office to, like... Lighten it up Lighten afterwards. it up afterwards, so I went to the old standbys and watched Stress Relief Part 1 and 2. Yeah. And skipped the parts of those that I don't like. 
Perfect. Um, yeah, because like the the roast of of Michael Scott is maybe one of the best things that show has ever done, uh, and that that opening is just a plus good. So, and then I was like, okay, well, it's now three o'clock, so I'm gonna go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> Classic Megan. Now that I've... Well, I didn't have to work on Wednesday, and I wasn't actually going into work on Wednesday. And so I... Yeah. But I was like, okay, now that I've, you know, sort of gotten that out of my system, and I've lightened things up a little bit, I'm going to go to bed, and maybe I'll sleep in. And I did not. And I woke up at, like, 7.30, and I was like, God damn it! Of course. Super frustrating. Your biological clock will adjust to nonsense on August 1st. <laughs> I really hope that this, like, waking up early continues through summer school, though, because, God, that would be nice if I could just, like, wake up instead of, like, wait until the alarm and just be dragging myself out of bed. Yeah. Like, it's not. Because that's usually what happens during the school years. I don't get up very early. Right. But, yeah, yeah. for <laughs> all these last few days where, like, I haven't had to be in at work early, and my body is like, hey, fuck you, it's 5.30, and it's just like, why are you doing this Fuck to you me? and all your planning. Well, even yesterday, I watched two soccer games and a baseball game yesterday, and I was awake at, like, 6.30. Yeah. Ridiculous. For no reason. And it was a Sunday. <laughs> well, <laughs> someone's getting revenge on you for something. Well, I guess so. Oh, my God. Um... We have a bunch of questions from Mike. Well, actually, only four questions from Mike. Cool. Do you have any from... We have one... I th- I'm trying to remember... Larissa gave me shit last time, because she said, you had questions from Larissa and Malcolm, and you did neither of them. I was like, oh. Okay. Oh, whoops. Um, I don't think we did this one. Okay. Um, if you stand in one place in the world and watch everything happens that had ever happened throughout history... Where would be the most interesting place to stand? Ooh, most interesting place to stand. I think... I think somewhere in London would be a fascinating place to be. Mm -hmm. Because you have that whole, like, you know, whatever, like, Western history from, like, Roman times all the way through. And you could, like, watch the change of Mm -hmm. the city from, like... This little like trading post, medieval, yeah, and through it, in that Ro- yeah, that like Roman Empire, and then through and become this like metropolis that it is, and watch like the effects of mm-hmm. the plague, and you know all of the. I think that would be like a super cool thing mm-hmm. to see. I was thinking maybe, I think Cairo would be fascinating. Oh yeah, or just like straight up Rome, or like Baghdad. Or like yeah, Place or like that. you know, like somewhere in Japan Athens. even. Japan would oh, be yeah. cool. Yeah, Beijing. Beijing. There's a lot of really cool There's places. There's a lot of really cool places with a lot of history that. Yeah. Goes beyond our. Yeah, I think. Memories. I think yeah, I think that would be I think that would be kind of I think like. Just places where we know, and I mean, I I don't want to like. I don't want to make it sound like people haven't lived ever, but they, because they have, but, like, places where there are, like, well, say, well-documented and archived mm-hmm. artifacts and whatever, and then be able to see those take place, I think, would be just, like, a really cool thing. Yeah. Um, like, I would really love, if I knew that it wasn't going to die, to, like, have been in Pompeii. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Man, that story about that dude 
it, that they found in Pompeii who like died from the like the falling rock or whatever and not like the ash cloud like just ah oh, so shitty <laughs> it just almost made it out and then no but like I think you know if you knew that you weren't I think that'd be kind of cool like just to kind of see that mm-hmm. and what that was actually like mm-hmm. I mean I'm sure that it's been well pieced together from yeah. archaeological evidence but just to, like see like what was that actually like and what was it like before mm-hmm. because we yeah, don't exactly. really know and so yeah i think See, anywhere the where civilization that's got that, like, and how it's organized and yeah so i think anywhere that's got that like big sort of storied history jerusalem would be another really cool place yeah true um where you've got those kind of well documented and well archived like istanbul yeah yeah Ooh, yeah a lot of history that's a really good question it's hard to choose or so Thank you for that awesome question, even though I ignored you last week. <laughs> also, thank you for taking care of my apartment for a month. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the only one I have from Varim's. Okay, I have a question. Mm-hmm. Who's going to retire first? Pat Sajak and Vanna White, or Alex Trebek? Oh, have it, has anything been announced? No. But <laughs> like what that's what a question. What a question. Is this from Mike? It's not. No. Well, hmm. I feel like it'll be Alex Trebek. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's going to end up I think what's going to happen is he's going to end up with like one just one person on that show who's just too stupid for words. And that'll be the end. Because I feel like he's smart enough himself yeah. that, like, he can't quite handle the stupidity mm-hmm. of people sometimes. And just be like, fuck. Whereas, like, shit. I get, like, the, I'm, I'm pretty good with, like, Wheel of Fortune. I can mostly figure things out because I'm pretty good with words. But I understand why it's challenging for people. Yeah. Right? Um, except when it was, like, I think they were partnered with athletes one time. And the clue was ceiling fan, like the answer was ceiling fan appreciation. Oh, okay. And the only thing missing was the letter C. <gasps> and they didn't get it? They said S. And I was just like, fucking hell. Um, yeah, I think, I think Trebek, I think Alex Trebek will have the, like, the table flip moment before. Yeah. Pat and Vanna. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Pat and Vanna are, uh, I don't know how to say this politely, I think they're less emotionally invested into the quality of their show. Question mark? <laughs> I feel bad about that, but uh, there um, it is. It's oh, there. Aaron Kelly did say, send us something, that's right. He did. Which I don't know if you saw. Um, I didn't. Or I did, but I didn't do the thing. Okay, well, let's do it. We can do it now. We've okay. got time. It's only in 40 minutes. Um, Amanda's question to us is, have the hockey gods blessed me? And my answer was the, like, sad eye emoji. Because Amanda... <sighs> Amanda is... had some very good news, though. We love Amanda. We love Amanda. Adore Amanda. Gonna see her in Europe for the first time. Yeah, so we'll have to, like, record from there, I guess. Oh my god, Amanda, you're gonna be a guest on the podcast! Um, but here... So, Amanda has a, an affinity for marginally talented NHLers <laughs> with facial hair. That seems to be her type. Sure. Um, and I don't think she would disagree with that assessment. Mm, maybe the description. <laughs> no. And the negative connotations of those things. No, they're just marginally <laughs> talented and they have facial hair. There's nothing, there's a lie there. 
Um, but anyway, speaking of marginally talented, uh, Eric Graba signed a deal with the Devils yesterday because um, it was free agency, which is maybe a thing we should touch on real quick, for like five minutes or three. five minutes max. Um, and so she, when I saw that, I was just like, oh god. She's going to be, because I think she has an Oilers grab a jersey, but mm-hmm. now she can get herself a Devil's grab a jersey. She can. And, I, like, and she'll there, be the only one. There are better ways to spend your money. Literally anything. Like, there are so many things you could buy instead of getting Eric grab his name on a New Jersey Devil's jersey. Just saying. You know what's more of a fucking travesty, though, is I've been looking for a goddamn New Jersey Devil Devil's hat in Edmonton. There's one at Lids. I saw one the other day. It's, go- it's the green one. So? That's bullshit. Well, it's not like they don't exist. They are That's there. That's the only one. I checked just, three stores in West End and Southgate. That's just, the only one. I fucking hate it. You could have ordered one online from, like, NHL.com. I know, but I'm stupid, Megan. <laughs> um, okay, so free agency happened yesterday. I guess that's kind of a thing. It's a sort of a non-sports sports podcast. Whatever. The Oilers made a couple of decent pickups, I think. Uh, bringing back some guys that played here before, or <laughs> they had possession Once of Once an oiler, before. always an oiler. Uh-huh. Uh, Kyle Brodziak is back on a two-year deal worth about $1.15 million a year, which, like, seems like a lot of money because he plays a game, but, you know, what are you going to do? <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, anyway, and uh, then they brought back Tobias Reader, who they never actually signed after they drafted him. They traded his rights away to Arizona. Um, which it feels like he's been in the Oilers system for, like, 15 years, but it's only, they only dropped him in 2011, so, like, it's a very strange Is he thing. the German one? Yes. Okay. So, I think... Can they do that for dry? It's possible. We'll touch on that in okay. just one sec. Can't wait to start a conspiracy theory. Um, one of, uh, I think one of the things about those two signings that I think is good is that they didn't spend a whole lot of money, which is nice. I think it's, uh, I think they've got Reader on a, on a deal for two million for a year. And then they've got... So, like, it's cheap, mm-hmm. which is good. And I think that the two of them are more effective than Ryan Strom, so, like, there you go. Everybody wins, I guess, in that respect. Um, but I also think that what, what they've done is they've shored up their bottom six a little bit, and they've got someone in Brodziak who can play on the penalty kill, which is important because they've lost their penalty kill specialist. Um, <laughs> not that they've really had one, but Mark Testu's gone, so there you go. Um, so Testu's gone? Yeah, he, they traded him. When? To Columbus. The deadline? I don't know. Now he's gone. I miss Mark Latestu. <laughs> Sorry, continue. <laughs> oh, in the last three seconds since you found out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's funny. Anyway, um, so I think that those two signings are pretty good. They also signed a defenseman, I think, named Kevin, I don't know if it's Gravel. It's spelled Gravel, but I'm pretty sure you say Gravel. It doesn't matter. Um, he had played in Los Angeles, and so they signed him to... A deal which probably is is good they didn't spend a lot of money which is nice because they don't have a lot of money to spend which also means they didn't make any panic trades which is good because we know what happens when they make panic trades the oh world boy. gets torn asunder yeah, boy. um however craig button said something very interesting yesterday is that like it's Shocking. not a, but he actually did that that the oilers in this cap crunch situation it's not a good situation for them to be in and I was like, gee, I wonder whose fucking fault that is. Like, he's not wrong. Like, they're in a they're in a tough spot because they can't... But, like, okay, thanks for stating the fucking facts, Craig Button. But at least he stated facts. <laughs> it wasn't, like, editorializing for the, for the first time ever. Ooh. But, like, they're just... They're in a, in a cap crunch because their general manager put them in a cap crunch. And now their general manager's got to get themselves... Get himself out of a cap crunch, mm-hmm. which he can't do. No. Um, of course, the big news yesterday, John Tavares signed in uh, Toronto... 
and took like a hometown discount ultimately. No, really and truly, because he could have. Well, he could have signed for eight years in in uh, New York if he'd have signed before July first, because like they yeah. had his rights, and so that's the deal. Once you're out, you can sign for a max of seven if you go somewhere else. Um, so he could have signed him to an eight year deal, and I think they offered him like thirteen million dollars or no eleven and a half million dollars a year, which is a lot of money. I realized San Jose offered him thirteen million dollars a year, and he yeah. said no. So he took eleven in in Toronto, and I texted you yesterday that his contract structure, and it is unbelievable. It is. He makes. Six and a half million dollars in real salary between now and whenever this contract is up in seven years, and everything else is signing bonuses. Yeah. Like, fucking incredible. That's insane. Which, like, a signing bonus to me is something that should be given one time when you sign the contract. Exactly. And then the rest of it is real money. Split out. Yeah. Over an eternity. That's, That's insane. Which makes me think that the fucking... NHL's bullshit. Well, the CBA is ridiculous. Yeah. Um, so that was a big thing. I just saw this morning that uh, James Neal signed in Calgary. Mm-hmm. And I thought he was 36. For some reason, he's only 30. <laughs> I was like, because they, they said he signed a five-year deal, and I was like, that He's seems, not Chris Jetley. I was like, that seems inadvisable, because he's so old. But then I was like, oh, he's not as old as I thought. It's all good. But um, signing a 30-year-old guy for five years is It's better than signing a 30-year-old guy for seven. true right which is what some teams have done um so it'll be interesting to see sort of what happens in the the rest of this offseason period i know there's a defenseman named calvin dehan who is a free agent and i know he's been in talks with i loved his work in chronicle <laughs> ah, you are the worst thank you um it'll be he's been in talks with uh the devils and the rangers i believe and the Islanders to go back there, and also the Dallas Stars, and he's supposed to make a decision like today, tomorrow. Mm. It'd be a real good pickup for uh, the Devils. Devils, yeah. I know they haven't been very busy. Also, Amanda Stein, what is your personal news? Yeah, she said there were some things going on that she had to like delay the announcement. I feel like she's got, she's like, back. She's clearly. back. I think that's obviously what it is. But like, yeah, I don't know. Okay. Um, someone was like on Twitter was like, "Are you pregnant?" And I was like, "That's not a question you ask anyone ever. Like, why, why, why?" Um. Also, with the Devils, um, Boston Bruins, what are you doing sending John Moore to a five-year deal? <laughs> I saw that yesterday, and I was just I like... I it was five years. Yeah, I saw that yesterday, and I was like, okay, Boston, okay. Like, did you not watch <laughs> any games? Five years. Five years and a lot of money, too. Stupid. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Wow. Um, anyway. Devil's not as busy as I thought they No, were. it proves to me, though, that, uh, hockey men, I mean, proves again and again, that the hockey men, quote-unquote, are not as smart as they like to think they are. No. Also shocked that Cam Ward went to Chicago. I think it's funny. Why? Because Chicago's gonna finish, like, 70 points next year. It's gonna be awesome. True. But he's been there for 16 years. And, and guess how many goals that means that they're gonna score in the playoffs? Goal zero. Um, yeah, John Moore signed a five-year deal uh, with an average cap hit of $2.75 million. But five years for John Moore, that's a long That's time. a long time. Anyway, that's that. Um, other questions? Other questions. So, um... Aaron sent the citizenship test. Yes, Aaron sent us a link to the Canadian citizenship test. I checked it out yesterday. It's 20 questions. We have time. Yeah, we can do this real quick. Are we doing it together? Might as well. Okay. Um... 
Are you clicking it? Am I clicking it? We could both click it. Where's the link, though? He just sent it on the Twitter. Yeah, but once you open Scroll it. down a bit. Huh? It's there. Just scroll down a little bit. There's a picture of... Let me see your phone. Yeah, I know. Mine, like, showed up. <laughs> what? What? Canadian citizenship? Let's try that. Ugh, don't even. I'm <laughs> just saying. Hang on, technical difficulties here. Um, if it shows up, if it doesn't, then I'll just click it. Oh. Yeah, it doesn't seem to want to load on yours. Okay, okay, that's fine. I got it. Here. On yours. Okay, what is the role of the opposition parties to oppose or try and prove government proposals, to assist the prime minister, to sign bills, or to table bills to be passed? Wait, can you repeat them? Sorry, what is the role of the opposition parties? Yeah. To oppose or try to improve government proposals, to assist the Prime Minister, to sign bills, or to table bills to be passed? A. Okay. Correct. Approx approximately how many Canadians served in the First World War? 11,000, 6 million, over 60,000, or over 650,000? Either A or C, but C seems incredibly high. C is only 60,000. That seems high for little. There's 11 million people in Canada. Yeah, that's high for that ratio. Is it? Is it? What do you think it is? I think it's D. D. Yeah, I think so. That's crazy. It is D. Six hundred fifty thousand. Yeah, it was like almost. It was, yeah, it was more. It was close to a million. It was like it was a lot. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, question number three: Who are the Métis? Uh, the first settlers of New France and their direct ancestors. A population of mixed Aboriginal and European ancestry. Members of a First Nations police force or a specific First Nations tribe living in western Manitoba. B. Correct. Who played an important part in building the Canadian Pacific Railway? American railway engineers, African American slaves, Chinese rail railroad workers, or Acadian railroad workers? C. Interesting how they're not labeled as slaves. Uh -huh. Continue. How is a cabinet minister chosen? By armed combat, <laughs> by the prime minister, by the governor general, or by voters. This is fucking amazing. Imagine armed combat? <laughs> Just a game of risk. It wouldn't have to be real armed combat. Mm. That'd be good. That'd be very good. Or like Russian roulette. <laughs> by the prime minister, obviously. Uh-huh. Um, in the 1960s, Quebec experienced an era of rapid change. What was this called? The Separatist Awakening... The independence movement, the Francophonie, or the Quiet Revolution. Oh, D. Correct. Um, which of the following is not an official symbol of Canada recognized by the federal government? The Canada coat of arms, the moose, the beaver, or the maple tree? I'm guessing the moose. Correct. The coat of arms is such a vague. Yeah, option. but we actually have a coat of arms, yeah. and it's like an official thing. But you have like very specific objects and just a coat of arms <laughs> name two key documents that contain our rights and freedoms this is a great question and i got it wrong yesterday when i did this the constitution and the charter of rights and freedoms laws passed by parliament and the criminal code the constitution and the magna carta or the magna carta and the canadian charter of rights and freedoms d yes fuck yeah because I, I first i put the constitution and as soon as i hit it, i was like no that's wrong and i knew it and i was like fuck uh, number nine, 
Mm-hmm. Which two are responsible responsibilities of the federal government? Citizenship and highways, national defense and foreign policy, healthcare and education, or national defense and recycling? That's a big old B. Um, the Canadian coat of arms and motto is Admari Usque Admari, which means from the sea to the ends of the earth, from the ocean to the sea, from sea to sea, or from the water to the earth. Sea to sea. You know that uh, that song that has like from sea to shining sea. Yeah, that's that's like when I, every time I see it. That's I the whole thing. That's every time that, and it's so bad because it kind of m- makes a little bit of a mockery of it. It does. But anyway, what are three responsibilities of Canadian citizenship? Buying Canadian products, owning your own business, and serving on a jury. Being loyal to Canada, serving on a jury, serving in the Canadian forces. Obeying the law, taking responsibility for oneself and one's family, serving on a jury. Or, learning both official languages, voting in elections, and being loyal to the Queen. I think C? Yes. That was a confusing list of things, though. It's easier, I think, when you're looking at it. Yeah, I was just like, okay, where's the semicolon here? (laughs) Um, Which country is Canada's largest trading partner? For now. (laughs) Great Britain, Mexico, China, or the United States? United States. Um, Which of the following best describes the War of 1812? This is a good question. I like it. Napoleon's fleet was defeated by the Royal Navy, ending France's independence. Uh, At war with the United Kingdom, Canada invaded the United States but was defeated. Canada and the United States joined forces to defeat the Empire. Or, at war with the United Kingdom, the United States invaded Canada and was defeated. D. Yes. Uh, What is the highest military honor a Canadian can receive? The Victoria Cross, the Order of Canada, the Order of Merit, or the Purple Heart? guessing the Victoria Cross? Correct. Oh, that was a tough one. Because isn't that like a British I think so, but it's, but it's also But it's also yes. us, yeah, but that could be a trick question. Which was the last province to join Canada? British Columbia, Manitoba, Newfoundland and Labrador or Prince Edward Island? Newfoundland and Labrador! Uh, what do you mark on a federal election ballot? The number for the candidate? An X? The candidate's name? Or your name? An X? Which region you is, don't write in your fucking name. Which region is known as the industrial and manufacturing heartland of Canada? Central Canada, the West Coast, the Atlantic provinces, or the prairies? Central? Yes. But, like, isn't that always an election thing in Ontario about how we're not anymore? Yes. Uh, <laughs> in Ontario and Quebec, according to this, produce more than three quarters of all Canadian manufactured goods. Oh. Which makes sense. Uh, what was the women's suffrage movement? The effort by women to participate in military service, a movement to get men banned from certain public spaces. (laughs) I wish that's what it was. Oh my god. Uh, The effort by women to achieve the right to vote, or the effort by women to elect a female prime minister. (laughs) CCC. But I wish it was (laughs) B. Who is Canada's head of state? Governor General, Queen Elizabeth II, Prime Minister, or Captain Canada? (laughs) In this case, Ryan Smith, obviously. (laughs) Nathan Fillion likes to consider himself Captain Kennedy. He is wrong. Whoa! Um, that's going to be the big old queen. Yes, ma'am. And which of the following statements about residential schools is not true? Love how this is in the citizenship test. The Hit schools were it. poorly funded and inflicted hardship on the students. Aboriginal language and cultural practices were mostly prohibited. The government placed many Aboriginal children in residential schools to educate and assimilate them into mainstream Canadian culture. Or the schools were welcomed by the Aboriginal people. Uh, that's going to be D. 
Guess what? Guess what? Hondo P? Yes. Hondo we P. can be citizens. Thank God. Um, I, sometimes I like to do these things with my kids, and it's amazing the things they don't know. Yeah. It's also, like, not their jobs. No, but also, like, the stuff that they don't know. Sometimes I'm like, guys, like, we literally talked about this last week. <laughs> like, why do you not? I remember one kid when I was doing my student teaching in grade seven, we, they had, like, a social studies test, like, about confederation that they had to do. And one kid legit wrote that the first prime minister of Canada was George Washington. I do that with grade 10 when we talk about, you know, American media influence and stuff at the beginning of Social 10, and that's something that we'll talk about. It's like, okay, I want you to list 10 U.S. presidents, I want you to list 10 Canadian prime ministers. Mm-hmm. They can always do 10 U.S. presidents, and yeah, they can never do 10 Canadian prime ministers. it's hard to do the prime ministers, for sure. Um, okay, I have some questions from Mike. Okay. Uh, the first one, I, I don't know, because I haven't read this book in a long time. Um, Slaughterhouse-Five, what did you think about it? I haven't read it in, like, probably 15 years. Oh, God, yeah. So I'd have to actually read it again, and I was, no, no word of a lie, gonna read it again this summer, so maybe next time we talk, I'll have Is an Slaughterhouse-Five the one where he, like, imagines aliens on the battlefield, too? I think so. I think so? Oh, it's been, like, for me, it probably 10 years since I read yeah, it. Yeah, it's been a very long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What did is. you think, Mike? Tell us, tell us! Um... This is a really good question for Mike. Are you ready? Yeah. Is Taylor Hall a Hart Trophy winner? I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, you're the best. Well, since I just got it tattooed onto my breast. <laughs> you should know she unzipped her jacket <laughs> to show me her I'm sure shirt. sure you heard it. <laughs> um, <laughs> my shirt that says Bovine so, University. So uh, I did take my flag did you? I did. Oh. Um, I walked in on the Friday morning. They were looking over the questions for the social diploma. And I just, like, walked into the room with the flag over my head. And just, like, walked around in a circle and then walked out. <laughs> Didn't say a word. Amazing. Uh, and then, yeah, it was pretty good. Um, what else? Nope, that's not the right one. You can only watch the movies of one director for the rest of your life. Who is that director? I know who you're going to oh, choose. Oh, of course. Everybody knows who I'm going to choose. Christopher I, Nolan. I read that and I was like, oh, done deal. Yeah. Chris Nolan. Absolutely. Oh, God. Only one director. Yeah. Jesus. No, not Jesus. <laughs> uh, since she's just started... I'm going to say Ava DuVernay. Okay. Because I just can't good. wait. There you go. Can't wait to see what else. That's that's good. She's and I good. don't really like like directors that much. I generally don't, but I'm a very big particular fan of, of Chris Nolan's yeah, movies. Chris but, like, his I'm, work is all very good. I'm not, but like, I'm not, I know people who are like, wow, I only, and I'm like, I don't care about those kind of things. Like, I just, but I like, he's not made a bad movie, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Yeah, for sure. And so if that carries on... How much would you have hated, hated it if I was like, mmm, and I show <laughs> <laughs> I will say this. If all of his movies were had packed the punch of The Sixth Sense... True. Although, apparently, I saw a poster... For Glass? Yeah. Yeah. So now I gotta fucking watch Split, because I never I got around to that. I know. Because it looked terrifying, and I was like, I don't like being scared. No. But I loved Unbreakable. Oh, it's so great. It's, it's so, so good. And it has that same kind of, like, punch that 
Sixth Sense has, just in a very different way. Yeah, and it's almost a very noir feeling. Yeah, oh, it's so good. Mm-hmm. And if you didn't, if you didn't know it was a, a Shyamalan movie, you wouldn't know. No, no. And I, that's what I like about it is it doesn't have that that same feel to it. But it, I've used it as a film study before, and for kids who haven't seen it, which now we're getting to the point where like lots of them haven't, mm-hmm. they're like, what? what and so i'm not going to spoil it for those of you that haven't watched it because like the sixth sense is something that needs to be experienced mm-hmm. and not be told to you yeah but you should watch it it's great for sure it's we have one last question for mike okay are you ready yeah it's about the world cup oh okay do you think that jamie ben hates all the diving that goes on jesus christ <laughs> um that's all we have for today <laughs> A short one. A real short one, because we got some other stuff we got to do before uh, somebody takes off for a month. Yep. Um, thanks for listening. We really appreciate it. You can find us on iTunes and Stitcher and SoundCloud and Google Play. Mm-hmm. We have an email address. GarbageFirePodcast. Garbage Fire Podcast. Podcast at gmail.com. We're on Instagram, Garbage Fire Podcast. Yeah. Kelsey's on Twitter at GarbageFirePod. I'm on Twitter at Mig14. That's we have it. a website? Oh, we have a website, <laughs> which I need to update. Uh, garbagefirepodcast.com. Thanks, Tyler, again for the domain. You're the best tea man. Um, That's your new nickname. We do still have some magnets and stuff. If anyone is interested, there's a thing on the website you can... And I know some people have and we forgot, so just like send it again and I'll get around to it. I got time. Um, yeah, so starting next week on Sunday, for the next while anyway, we might not do them all in a row because I feel like nine is a lot. Because, so what we're going to do, we're yeah, going to do four. Yeah. Um, and then probably another regular episode. Regular episode when Kelsey's back before and I... And then we'll finish it, yeah. Before I travel away to wherever I'm going. Yeah. Uh, it's a bit of a whirlwind, so we're here to, together today. We'll probably <laughs> see each other one day in August, or like end of July, early August, and then yeah. I'm fucking off for two and a half weeks, and you're going to Whitehorse, I oh, think. Oh, just who fucking knows where I'm going to be. Yeah, so it's going to be a while. Yeah. So we have some plans. So what we're doing, and if you want to like get started, it's a short book. It's only 185 pages, or 172 pages in this edition. Uh, we are doing a book talk on The Great Gatsby, and we have enough to talk about that we have um, an episode per chapter. They're short. I think we did three last week, and I think the longest one was like 42. Yeah. So they're not super long. Um, but we have lots to talk about because it's a great little book. So if you are interested in following along with us, please do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we'll open up. Um, we'll have a post on our on our um, website, which I can throw together next week uh, for like comments and feedback. And if anyone wants to like chime in and oh, that would be great. Whatever yeah. we could, we would love that. So if that's something that you're interested in, uh, please do that. Please, please do. It's so, going to be great. We've had fun talking about it. We're like, yeah, how could we only do this for 45 Oh my minutes? God, we could talk for days, days. about this dumb days book. Days and about <laughs> this dumb book that It's we wonderful uh, that we both love. So we're, we've are we recorded three of them. We're going to do one more today. And then when Kelsey comes back from her holiday, we're going to do another regular episode and then record the rest of the, the, book, the yeah. book. And then we'll put those out kind of through August while we're both kind of doing and things. Yeah. And then we'll figure out in September sort of back on a regular schedule um so you are welcome to follow along with any or all of this um and that's gonna start next week on sunday i'll be putting them out sunday morning yeah it's gonna be great i'm excited i'm very excited too the first two were very funny (laughs) yes because we are very funny but also because it was like oh god this and this and this and there's this to talk about and it's just it's a lot yeah and Um, we were also very tired yes we were and i think i think too what's interesting about the way that we do these things and I did, we didn't mention this on any of these I feel like it gives people a bit of a glimpse into like what happens when we teach yeah totally because like 
if I had people in my classroom who I could talk about books this way like with, that, you would. I yeah. would, and I never really have those kids, and so I'm looking forward to next year to having some of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you get you get a glimpse of like sort of how we how we teach and how we would like to teach and, and that kind of thing, and I think that's kind of fun. It is. Um, so that's what's happening over the summer. So we'll be back with a regular nonsense episode at the end of July, beginning of August, before I do my travels. Yeah, sometime in there. Um, and then the next four weeks are going to be... Gatsby. Gatsby Talk. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you don't have the book, you can get it at your local library, or you could buy it on Amazon, or you could probably go find a copy at, like, a school, because um, they're everywhere. And they're cheap, if you get the little one that I have. The list price is $9 on this one, and yeah. it was $9 very well spent. And if you want to listen to the audiobook, Jake Gyllenhaal, Jake does, a great Gyllenhaal one. does a great one, and it's really worth reading. It's as dry and as boring as Nick Carraway himself. <laughs> and if you want to cheat by watching the movie, don't. Don't. There's don't. some really great things in the movie, and there's some terrible things in the movie. I love the movie, it's not and great. still, you do not want to just watch the movie. You want to read Fitzgerald's work. Yes. Um, so that's, and if you really don't want to read, we mentioned this on the on the first episode, but if you really don't want to read it, um, if you check out on Crash Course mm-hmm. um, on YouTube, if you watch the two videos about Gatsby, they're pretty good. It's about half an hour's worth of watching. It'll give you a good plot it summary. It uh, pretty pretty well. good sort of thematic discussion if you're not interested in in um, in that, uh, in doing the reading, which I understand because, you know, it's summertime or whatever. It's but busy. Yeah, that's what we're doing. So that's our summer plans. Perfect. And we'll be back in a month with some more nonsense, and then we'll be back, like, a month later with more nonsense. Love it. Because <laughs> that's pretty much all we do now. Yep. Just nonsense. Just nonsense. Um, so, again, as always, thank you so much for listening. And we'll see you in the dumpster.